Hey guys, welcome back to the Clemson Podcast. I'm your host, Nick. Really excited to have an interview guest on tonight, Susan Lloyd, staff photographer over at Sports Illustrated, who covers the Tigers. Um, this is a unique interview. Uh, you guys might remember we had in the offseason uh, TJ Harley of Harley Creative, Clemson alum, come on to discuss his design for the National Champions logo this past year. Uh, not necessarily direct football talk here, but a bit of more of a look behind the scenes of Clemson football and the program um, that we hope you'll enjoy. So uh, thanks again to Susan for coming on, and hope you guys enjoy the show. Unbelievable! Welcome back, guys. Uh, we are very excited to welcome for the first time Susan Lloyd. Uh, Susan is a staff photographer at Sports Illustrated. She's the holder of a Clemson Media credential. Uh, she's a first-time podcast guest and source of some of the greatest shots that you've seen of the Clemson football season. Uh, Susan, thank you so much for joining, and how are you doing? I'm doing great, and thank you so much for asking me to do this. It's, it's a lot of fun for me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we've had a couple of guests on in the past that have been sort of associated with um, Clemson athletics in one way or another. Um, and it's just great to, to bring you on. I think you're going to be able to give us a unique perspective at Clemson football and just kind of the, the inside of um, the sport and the team that we know and love. So um, it's awesome to have you on to give, give us and our listeners that perspective. Well, thanks. And that's, that's something that I think, um, you really hit the nail on the head when you said it's a different perspective. And that may be the thing that, um, that really kind of surprised me a little bit this year. I've, I've been a, a fan of football for a really long time. I love college football. I love Clemson football. Um, I've been going to games for years and you see things from the stands one way, you see them on TV another way. But when you're on the sidelines, it's it's a completely different universe. I mean, it really is. You, there are some things you, you just can't see because of your perspective, but um, you get to see, maybe you get to see emotion a little more closely. You mm -hmm. get to see little subtle things that you may not see otherwise, especially if you watch on TV, because the, you're only going to see what the cameras allow you to see or what, you know, the people who are controlling all that let you see. Um, but you have a lot of freedom to kind of see things that uh, you, you would miss otherwise. So that probably is the biggest surprise from it. And, and yeah, definitely an inside view. Yeah. I can imagine too, um, the, the access and kind of the being on the sideline, being in that proximity to the team and coaches and um, the speed of the game in real time. Um, mm -hmm. Also, you know, kind of obviously here, you know, the, the other perspective you get is, behind a, a very high speed lens as well. And you're able to kind mm -hmm. of hone in and, and see the details in real time of this game that again, we're seeing from, you know, hundreds of feet away from where those cameras are positioned um, when most of us uh, watch on TV. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, um, and it's funny to, to really see a play broken down 
by, you know, really one eight thousandth of a second after another. It's, it's really interesting to see that and to see that unfold because you can't, you obviously with your naked eye, you can't see that in that kind of detail, but to go back um, when I edit and to see those things and, and you're really kind of surprised sometimes by uh, maybe a call that a ref missed. Uh, (laughs) I see that a lot. (laughs) Uh, you might, you know, I'm kind of surprised a lot of times by expressions Uh, with helmets and face masks. You can't really see a whole face anyway, but when you're able to see it with the lens, uh, with a 300 millimeter lens, you definitely can see much more expression and you can see eyes that are wide open or, uh, the way that, a you know, Trevor is looking for a receiver, you see it a little more clearly. So that part's been really cool. And it, uh, to me, has kind of helped me. I mean, I I would, I'm not the person you're going to go to for a game, uh, game day analysis and play by play and all that stuff. Like I understand football, but not in the detail that a lot of people do. Sure. So I can kind of say that this has helped me learn the game a lot better. And Mm -hmm. to really kind of learn to anticipate things uh, more so than I would have ever done if I'm just casually watching on TV or, well, I don't know if we casually watch Clemson football, but right, you know right, right. what I'm saying, you know, yeah. it's just a different, um, so it's, that's been good, you know, to, to get that opportunity to see things and um, to learn the game a little bit better. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, um, you know, that we're, we're kind of in between, we're in the eye of the storm right now between the ACC championship and moving into the Fiesta Bowl, which is coming up here in a few days. Um, is December actually downtime for a college football photographer? Or are you kind of in, been in preparation mode uh, for the um, most part? <laughs> this is actually catch-up time for me, which sounds crazy. But uh, this, I still have my own private business that I run. And that I'm, you know, I have a lot of private clients and a lot of commercial clients. And so I, I shoot in addition to shooting games, um, I will shoot here. I live in Charleston and I'll shoot here as well. And so, you know, I did, if I did weddings in the summertime, then I've got to find a way to get all of that edited. Or if I have portrait sessions through the week or a commercial shoot, then those things have to be done too. Well, what happens during football season is really and truly from Friday until about midday Tuesday I'm tied up like yeah. there's just not going to be any opportunity to do work except for Clemson football and and that's it's just a very time-consuming thing and so um after I get all of you know get my gallery ready and all of that stuff done from the football game then I'm able to go and do the work for people here and so there kind of was a stockpile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. had some really, really, really awesome patient uh, <laughs> people who were very excited for me and the opportunity that I got. And so they're like, you know, it's cool. We get it. We know, we know you're, you know, we know you're not just slacking off and not doing what you're supposed to do. And yeah. so um, it's been great to have a chance just to try and catch up. And I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say with the exception of maybe, half a wedding and two or three private client, you know, portrait sessions, I'm caught up and that like never happens. So. Yeah. Maybe it's been a forcing function. The, the pace that Clemson kind of demands of you to, I don't know, kind of have your other stuff, your ducks in a row. 
otherwise. Uh, definitely. <laughs> there has, you know, the opportunity to binge watch uh, anything mm, is pretty much gone. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> you just don't get as much uh, free time. And that's okay. I, I'm doing what I love. And if, yeah. I can't imagine doing this if I did not love it. If I didn't love it, I think I would resent a lot of it. Um, mm-hmm. But I do really love it. And, and that, you know, all of it, not just the Clemson football, but I really love what I do as a photographer. Yeah. And I mean, I, I've, uh, I feel like I can just speak personally, like I've gleaned your work through how much and how often you're putting it out there on Twitter and through the SI account. And, um, it's clear your passion for Clemson football, it comes through in your work, but also kind of how you talk about it and how you talk about the team. So, um, definitely encourage people give you a follow. Parker's underscore tiger on Twitter. I'll make sure we reference that toward the end of the show as well. But um, I, one shot that I loved in particular, you posted uh, Trevor Lawrence scrambling away from some of the Wake Forest defenders and you likened it to Scooby-Doo chase <laughs> back in the day. Um, yep. <laughs> which was very appropriate. It looked exactly like that. Um, but that's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, that's funny because that shot in particular, and it's, it, that happens to me a lot where I'll see something. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I cannot relate this. To the, nobody's going to get it. Like I'm the only one who sees this, but that one, I was like, Oh, that is so, that is such a Scooby-Doo moment. And I couldn't help it. <laughs> it just, I just had to post that. I was glad people understood it because I thought, um, you know, some people are going to be like, um, I don't even know what she's <laughs> talking about. She has lost her mind, but that's, that's really what it looked like to me immediately as soon as I saw it. So yeah. I'm curious, Susan, um, you mentioned the sort of, I guess, Friday through Tuesday. And I imagine some of that is after the game, obviously, is kind of editing down the thousands of, you know, I'd be curious what the number is, actually, how many how many shots you take per game. Um, but talk to me a little bit about just like a week in the life or that that whole period, um, what that looks like for you. Well, since I live in Charleston, um, I will drive in for games and I, it's really so much better to drive in on Friday than it is to wait until Saturday, even if it's an evening game, um, you know, seven or seven thirty kick yep. on a Saturday, it's just so much better. Uh, so I will drive in on Friday that way I can kind of take my time. Um, uh, I have kids who go to Clemson and my daughter has an apartment. Um, well, my son has an apartment in the same complex she does, which is really very close to the stadium. So it's been nice for me to be able to, she, she's very graciously allowed me to stay with her. (laughs) So I could stay with her and walk to the stadium or actually my, you know, they would take me halfway because I, you know, all that gear I'm having to carry. And, um, Mm -hmm. so, you know, I would, I would do that on Friday, get there on Saturday, have time to relax. I don't ever like to feel rushed. Um, it's, it's one of those things where if I feel rushed more than likely, I'll forget something. I'll be thinking of something else. And there's so many important things that you can't not have. You know, it's like you have to have enough camera batteries you have to make sure that all the cords you need to attach you know when you go to download anything to your laptop or whatever you know it's just a whole bunch of stuff yeah um so to get there and be like oh man I can't believe I don't have this that would be 
a, you know, not a disaster, but it's just annoying. So yeah, if there is your game, maybe that. Yeah, 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 it really does. And and you don't think it's going to be one of those things that you really, oh, really just go down there and point the camera and you're good to go. But that's not how it works. You really have to be involved in what's happening. You have to be focusing. There's a you have to decide. I mean, there's 22 people in the field plus refs. So you have to decide who is it I'm actually going to focus on at this point. Am I going to watch the ball? Am I going to watch the receivers? Am I going to be, you know, if I'm shooting, if, if defense is um, on the field, um, is there a particular defender that I want to pay attention to? So there's all of that. Um, Let me you, ask you. you know, that's, uh, go ahead. Yeah, not to cut you off there. I mean, are you, are you sort of maintaining awareness of the situation of the game to be like, I'll, I'll make something up, but like, Oh, this looks like a passing down. Typically they'd go to like T Higgins or Justin Ross here. Um, I'm going to focus on them. Like, are you, are you taking that level of in-game focus um, away from um, some of your planning? I am. I'm now I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I first started, it was more like, just get shots that make sense. You know, it was like, just get a shot that, that people can look at and say, Oh yeah, I, I remember that. I remember when that happened or that's a, you know, that's a really cool shot of Isaiah Simmons or whatever. Now um, it, it has become that like, okay, where are the receivers? Um, is this something that, that would typically be one of those, you know, 60 yard bombs or is it going to be, where is, where's Travis and the, you know, where's ETN in the lineup right now or is Lin Jay out there? So um, I do pay a little bit more of attention to where these guys are um, on the field and where we are. Obviously I'm always going to know what down is it, you know, how many yards we have to go and that kind of thing. So that helps, but I'm much, much, much more aware of that now than when I started. It can be very overwhelming at first, but you know, I'm getting there. (laughs) Well, and as as much as the players and coaches are dealing with the environment and atmosphere, I mean, you're, you're dealing with crowd noise and everything else too. So um, Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Uh, let me ask you, I know, um, obviously you shoot home games. Are you also taking the show on the road to, to I, away games? I am. I went, it, that was not originally the plan. Um, it was just going to be home games. And after, I guess it was the Texas A&M game. Um, I was talking to Zach Lentz, who is the publisher of Clemson SI. And um, I said, Zach, it would be so awesome if I could go to Syracuse. And so we just kind of put it out there and uh, worked it out. You know, we had some people kind of step up and make sure that that was possible. Yeah. Um, because there's uh, you're not always going to be a travel budget for, a, you know, a staff photographer. Um, but it worked out for me to go. And after that, it was like, oh, oh this is it. You know, I need to be there. And um, so that's been a really, really cool opportunity for me to go to these different stadiums. Um, yeah, I just haven't been to a ton of away games. I've been to a few, mm-hmm. but to be able to go to every away game on the schedule this year and then to go to Phoenix, I'll go to Phoenix. Um, we fly out Christmas evening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be out there for that too. So that's like super exciting and yeah. it's been fun. Yeah. And that's a, that's not only an NFL stadium. It's one of the marquee NFL stadiums where they're hosting Super Bowls, you know, obviously college football championship games and playoff games every few years. Uh, it's going to be an awesome environment. Oh yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, it was great to go to Charlotte, um, to be there at the, uh, the Panther stadium, um, the bank of America stadium. It was just like, 
our stadium's great and all these college stadiums are so nice, but to go into an NFL stadium is a different, it's just a different level mm-hmm. all the way around. And so it was really, really cool to have that experience. And um, it's, it's funny because my brother, huge sports fan, big football fan, and he's kind of been like um, salivating over all of these opportunities that I get. But he's kind of living vicariously through me. So (laughs) (laughs) I'll just tell him and be like, and this is what this was like. And so he's he's really enjoyed, you know, having a sister that gets to go to these things. So Yeah, it's so cool. That's awesome. I'm curious, Susan, maybe something that surprised you about the process of working with Clemson um, or just the game day atmosphere, something, you know, you kind of would not have expected coming into the season. I, you know, I'm not really sure that there's any, thing that surprised me so much as um it really is loud down there I, I i that might be the biggest shock because we've always heard you know it's, it's loud in death valley and you can tell when you're in the stands how loud it gets and on certain games um especially for certain plays but to be on that field and to hear it, you're like, whoa, this is, this is way more intense than I ever imagined from this spot. So that was, that was something that I wasn't, um, I don't know if I was really surprised by it or just like kind of blown away by it. And then maybe the consistency of the staff. And I can't say it's a surprise because it's also the thing that we hear all, all the time that the coaches and the administration and the, um, the people who handle all the, the press, we hear that it's just different at Clemson and it is from top to bottom. Everybody there is incredibly consistent as far as being polite and kind and welcoming and warm. And, um, and I can say now I, I've, I've only gotten the, talked to Dabo Sweeney like once and that was back in July and it was kind of a funny story but um but I can say he is consistent throughout and who you see is exactly who he is I just don't see that there's ever been a time when I've been around him where I'm like oh wait that's weird I didn't expect that out of out of him he really is who he is and I think that's refreshing obviously not surprised to hear you say that kind of about Dabo and the experience dealing with, you know, the staff. And um, in addition to being kind to people, there's just a a sense of professionalism there that um, is something that has just been instilled uh, throughout the athletic department and the team. And it's one of the reasons I think that, you know, we as fans are so fond of this era is knowing that things are being done the right way with the administration, the team and the program and everything else. So um, awesome to hear you say that and kind of validate what we all knew to be true. Yeah, it, it really is. And I, I, and you said a word that I hadn't really thought about in relation to the players, but the um, professional and well, I, I do think of that in terms of, of the, the staff and the administration and the coaches, but the players really carry themselves with um, an air of purpose and professionalism and they have fun. I mean, it's great to watch them celebrate and see them having a good time out there and, and just really, you know, supporting each other, but they also are extremely well-spoken in their interviews. They're very professional. They just are, um, to me, in a lot of ways, I see it as they're being prepared for their futures, no matter what those futures are. And, um, and I think 
that's the kind of experience uh, any student in college would love to have that opportunity to be, I guess, um, on a world stage. Maybe not every student would want it, but it's a really great place to learn how to handle the rest of your life, you know, and how to be a professional, how to carry yourself, how to uh, be focused and have purpose. And so, I love that you use that word. And I, I, that is something I very definitely see with those players. Yeah. And sort of keeping it with the professional angle here, I'm curious if you have, have had, or do have occasional overlap with the creative staff of Clemson? Um, we know there's a lot of students that are um, part of that whole process, but um, the staff run by Jonathan Gant and until recently, Nick Conklin um, mm -hmm. on that team. Just curious, you know, if there's, some camaraderie there. Um, I know they're they're probably floating around more the sideline atmosphere than where you might be stationed and posted up. But just curious what that what that uh, kind of relationships like for you. Oh yeah, absolutely. In fact, it's it's kind of funny. Um, you 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 do develop a little bit of this camaraderie with all of the the beat photographers because you see them uh, a lot, but. It took me a minute, and I, when I say a minute, a couple of games, to realize that, oh, wow, all of these other photographers, some of them are students, some of them are grad students, some of them are actually working for, you know, Clemson. Um, and I think it was at the Syracuse game when I first, um, I first kind of spoke to David Platt. And David is a photographer who works for Clemson in the football department. And we, I don't even remember what it was about, but um, it, you know, a couple of games later, we kept ending up in the same place. And so finally I was like, Hey, listen, um, I just need to introduce myself. And so from there, um, he's been one of those people who's just been super supportive and very friendly. And, um, he and his wife are just really such a great team. Cause she's his runner. She is always carrying, you know, cards back to be processed during the game. And, um, they're just really, really sweet people. And I can say that for pretty much everybody that I've, I've either shot beside on the sideline or spoke to in the workroom or whatever, everybody is incredibly supportive and very encouraging. And, you know, everybody's just trying to do their job. So if you need help, there's going to be somebody that helps you. If you just want to like, cut up a little bit in the workroom, there's going to be somebody that's over there messing around, cutting up about something else, you know? So that's been really, really good just all the way around the board. Yeah, that's awesome. Great to, it doesn't surprise me at all. I feel like that's the case also from what we've gathered, you know, outside looking in on sort of the, the press and sort of the, the beat writers, um, some mm -hmm. of the, the media, I guess I should say, um, media yeah. surrounding the, the program and the team. Seems like that's also a collegial bunch. Um, obviously everyone's got a job to do. They work for their respective different, you know, companies, if you want to call it that, but, um, cool to understand. There's also sort of a, I don't know, kind of a team dynamic to it too, which is nice. Oh yeah. And, and that's true. That is true of the, of the writers, um, of the, the beat press there. Um, and they are, they've been welcoming of me as well. So, you know, I do joke sometimes <laughs> I'm, series this is totally a joke but I do say that we as photographers are kind of like second-class citizens because we have our workroom which is you know at, at Clemson they do a lot to accommodate us but I've been in some other stadiums where that wasn't necessarily the case mm -hmm. and if you know if you're not there early 
then you're probably going to sit on the floor somewhere and try to process stuff. So you're in a broom <laughs> a closet. Little, yeah. And yeah. so, um, so I've always kind of joked with Zach. I'm like, yeah, you get to go to a press box with your name right there on the desk and, and it's going to be warm. I just remember at the, um, NC state game. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. It was so cold on that field. It was so cold. And we would go in the press box, like at halftime, you get like, you know, maybe five minutes to run up there. And it was so nice and toasty up there. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. This <laughs> yeah. doesn't seem right. Different but, level. <laughs> um, but the press there, like all the people that I've met, all of these writers are, they're so gifted at what they do. And they, it's the same story for them. They are very passionate about what they do, but they're also great people. And um, they've been really, really welcoming of me and they are very supportive of each other. Yeah. It's awesome to hear. Um, so yeah, Susan, um, that's kind of all, all I had for the most part. I mean, I, I think maybe we can part with one more question. Um, if there are folks, uh, maybe students out there thinking about pursuing a passion and, um, in photography, what sort of, what sort of learnings would you pass along or what advice would you give to them? Um, that you've learned from? Um, I would say the same thing a lot of people say about anything that's worth pursuing is uh, don't try to take a shortcut. There really aren't any shortcuts. Uh, this is 20 years in the making for me. And I mean, I've, I've literally been shooting professionally for 20 years. And, and, you know, as much as I love this, and this is a great fun thing, and I hope I get to do it for a very long time there are, there will be other photographic pursuits for me. So this isn't like the end all be all, but, but I say that to say that um, there's always that next step. And if you try to take shortcuts, you're going to miss something you really need. And um, there are a lot of people who think that the secret is just having a really nice camera or having a really big lens. And that's just not true. Uh, you it's really, what's behind that. Yeah. yeah, there's so, and there's a lot of technical things that uh, I was explaining to somebody tonight who was asking me a very similar question. And I said, you know, the technical part is the foundation. And once you feel really comfortable with the technical part, and it's almost second, secondhand knowledge, I mean, not secondhand knowledge, it's second nature to, to use that technical knowledge, then the art follows. You're mm -hmm. able to do so much more artistically and tell a story the way you want to tell it visually. Um, but if you don't have the technical part down, you will struggle because you can't get that image that's already in your mind. You have no idea how to get there. And so I, I think that's the best advice I can give. And um, the other is to shoot all the time, shoot everything you can possibly get out there and shoot. If it's, you know, whatever it is, the more practice you get, the better you get. There's just you know, take all of the steps and then take all of the experience. Um, those two things will get you into places uh, better than anything else. And along the way, you're going to meet people who help uh, move you along. You know, you, you just will. It just happens naturally. Networking happens naturally. And uh, the more you get out there and shoot and are around other people with different walks of life and different um, jobs, you will be surprised at how many doors open. Yeah, there's tremendous wisdom in there, I think, obviously, for the field of photography and sort of um, creative pursuits. But I think just 
business generally and careers generally is mm-hmm. open, be open, you know, be open to considering different types of things. And um, it sounds like for you, like being open to ph- photographic projects and pursuits. Um, you mentioned the various types of work that you're doing. If you're like, mm-hmm. I don't know that, you know, I'm not going to shoot weddings. Like if you just close yourself off to that or, or portraits, mm-hmm. or what have you like, um, that's an opportunity to learn. It's also perhaps a, you know, lucrative career supplement, that kind of thing. So absolutely absolutely and everything is a learning opportunity and um it is uh, one of the things i love so much about photography is that um as soon as you think you've mastered it you really haven't (laughs) you've got one more thing you can get better at or one more thing you can learn um it just never seems to stop as far as just a learning opportunity so that is that's kept me going too i don't ever get bored (laughs) never get bored doing what I'm doing. Yeah. That glad to hear that. Um, you know, I think there, I imagine there's a lot of people listening that are, uh, have some jealousy or or some FOMO, uh, I guess you could say from, um, your access to the sidelines. So I guess keep up the good work. Thanks for being our eyes at that level of the field. Um, because it gives us just, again, that unique perspective that, um, is tough to get from the broadcast or tough to get from our seats in the, in the stadium. Well, I appreciate that. And I, I will always keep that in mind that, you know, I am, I am a very, very fortunate individual to be where I am, but I'm also there to, to, like you said, give you an opportunity to see things a little bit differently. And, and that's just a huge honor. Yeah. Very cool. Um, well, again, I'll, I'll go ahead and kind of plug some stuff on your behalf. Um, okay. You all, you all can uh, take in Susan's work at Sports Illustrated um, SI has a Clemson page, si.com slash college slash Clemson. Uh, there's also a Twitter account, Clemson SI or at Clemson SI. I imagine they're all over other social platforms, Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, and then if you want to follow Susan, which I definitely encourage you to do, she's on Twitter at Parker's underscore tiger. Uh, so definitely give her a follow over there. Um, Susan, you, you post a lot of your work there. You kind of pull people for favorite shots of the week. I really like that. Mm-hmm. And, as well as, you know, you engage in the banter throughout the week of all things Clemson and Clemson football, which is fun too. True. I really have to be careful about that. No, I understand. I don't want to get myself or other people in trouble. So yeah. I'm like, wait, nope, delete. I know. It's hard. But it is fun. It's fun. And I enjoy, like, I've enjoyed so many people on there. So, but, and thank you for the shout out. I really appreciate that too. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, well, we will uh, be sure to distribute this too. And Um, you can just link from our, our Twitter to Susan's, but, um, thanks again for coming on. Um, have a great trip down to Phoenix and, uh, hopefully to new Orleans uh, a couple weeks after that. And, um, we may try to have you on in the off season again, Susan. Yeah, man. Fingers crossed on that. (laughs) Exactly. Great. That would be fantastic. I would love it. Okay. Perfect. Last thing before we wrap, just wanted to, uh, encourage everyone to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, You can find us on your podcasting app of choice or subscribe to us on SoundCloud. That's actually where we publish our shows. Um, Anywhere you're looking for us, um, just search for Clemson Podcast or search for the Clemson Podcast and you will find us. Uh, We do appreciate everyone spreading the word this time of year. Uh, We've had a number of exciting interviewees coming on and um, it's a great way to uh, go beyond our voices here. So I appreciate Quacking Tiger, Susan here from the show and others that we plan to have on. Um, you will be hearing from us coming up in the coming days. Uh, we're looking to see if we can get the guys together to do an Ohio State Festival preview. 
we will be recapping that game, win or lose, um, and then seeing where that leaves us for the remainder of the season. Um, appreciate everyone tuning in throughout the year. You guys know where to find us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, etc. Um, and lastly, we'd really appreciate if you all could take the time over the holidays to leave us a review on iTunes. Um, really means a lot to um, hear from you all and um, to see those reviews come in. So thanks for those that have done that. Um, really looking forward to this festival, everybody. Hope you are able to uh, enjoy that game. Uh, yet another matchup with Ohio State. Should be an awesome one. Thanks again. Happy holidays to everybody. And as always, go Tigers.